Hello and welcome to Toby Wit. My name is Toby, host of this podcast. This is the season finale, and I have a surprise for everyone. Joining me today is a very special guest, Joe Ward, President and CEO of Red Deer College. Hello, Mr. Ward, or would you prefer Joel? Joel's fine, Toby. Uh, that's great. That's great. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Joel. Well, I don't usually like talking about myself, but um, um, I think there's some, some interesting things that have happened to me that I think that have led me to the position that I'm in today. I actually, people would be surprised to hear this, I'm actually a high school dropout. <laughs> well, and dropout is the uh, nice way of saying it. I think the principal had a, had a different idea. He thought it would be better if I wasn't there. Ooh. I was one of those students who uh, was bored easily and uh, easily gets into trouble. So I was uh, kicked out of school at, uh, in grade 11. I was 16 years of age. And I decided, well, I left home at the same time and I started to hitchhike across the country Wow! and spent five years on the road. So I know what it's like to wonder where you're going to sleep the next uh, next day or where you're going to get your next meal. I played pool and tried to make a little money uh, hustling pool uh, and a few other things. Uh, probably not a good idea to mention on the podcast. <laughs> probably but, uh, not. Probably but I made not. a little bit uh, <laughs> made a little bit of money and uh, learned a lot as I traveled throughout the country and uh, through the United States. And uh, that was in, in 1968, uh, 1969, That's a 1970. Long time ago. So very interesting uh, world then, and so. I don't think any one of my teachers or anybody that I knew would ever expect me to be uh, the president of a of a post secondary institution. No, no, I, I don't think I, you know when you that's that kind of beginning. I didn't expect that you. Yeah, and it, the interesting thing, Toby, is that I don't know that you can make a path anymore. I mean, you don't say this is what I'm going to do when you're 10 years old, and I mean it happens once in a while, but I think most of us have to be prepared to to take the the curves in our in our path because you never know what's going to happen and for me it was being open to any new opportunity and uh, and being uh, willing to try something different and new and since I you know traveled across the country and uh, had those kinds of experiences I was always willing to experiment I was always willing to take a risk and I think that's what led me here I mean I went back to university as an adult and uh, but I also worked in retail. I was the youngest store manager in Zeller's company history at 22 years of age. Wow. I was managing a Zeller's County Fair Plaza. And yeah, so I, uh, that, so is, I, that is quite the achievement there. Had some fun. But, uh, and then I, uh, in my 40s, I went into post-secondary education as a part-time instructor. And the fellow I was replacing um, uh, retired, and they thought I was doing a good job. And next thing you know, I'm a prof. <laughs> and... Uh, Five years later, I'm a dean of the School of Business, and then uh, five years after that, I'm a vice president academic, and then three years after that, I'm a president, and 10 years uh, as a president. So you just don't know no, what's going to really happen, don't. but being really open, don't. I think Toby is really important. That Wow, that's, yeah, that's indeed, especially with students of today, right? Just the economy is always in turmoil. Mm -hmm. It's good to have an open, open perception, open mind about things. Yeah, and it's easy, because all you have to do is work a little harder. And uh, be a little more open to change and to uh, going, taking that extra step that most people don't want to do. Don't want to be an 8.30 to 4.30 guy. I mean, some people want to do that, but that was never me. You're there, you get the job done, and as long as it takes, that's how long you put into it. And I think that's the secret to success, right? Doing what ne what's need needs to be done, taking that extra step, outworking everybody, because then that's really actually not hard. Too bad, I'm sorry to say it really isn't very hard anymore because uh, 
Um, most people want to just do the 8.30 to 4.30 thing. And, and that's okay. I'm not criticizing it. But if you want to run a place, I mean, you've got to do you gotta a little extra. Yeah, you've got to put a little extra time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And uh, I think we can lead on to, you know, your title here. So how does your role tie into the Red Deer College community? Well, if you think about a community like Red Deer, uh, 100,000 people, central Alberta, 350,000, I think, in, in our region, Places like Lacombe and Pinocchio and Stettler and Rocky Mountain House and Innisfail and Sylvan. Lots of smaller communities around us. We're a bit of a hub. This college is the is a centerpiece of, in central Alberta. It really is about uh, a gathering place. 7,500 students come here. We have a $100 million budget. We have 1,500 employees. We're an economic engine. Uh, we do uh, research and, and uh, we have arts, a great arts facility. Our students are performing, student-athletes psychologists and anthropologists and uh, musicians and uh, literary fo- uh, literary uh, people who are amazing here. So what we have is this diverse community that I think really reflects uh, the, the, uh, the Red Deer and the central Alberta area that we are. So being the, the president and CEO of Red Deer um, is, a, is a critical role in a community like this. I mean, Calgary got five post-secondary institutions, right? You got five yeah, presidents. Yeah, yeah. But there's only one guy and one one post-secondary here. So we have an obligation to participate with the city, uh, with the county, with uh, with all of the groups, whether it's the Central uh, Central Alberta Women's Immigrant Group, uh, whether it's the Community Foundation, whether it's the hospital, uh, the hospice, um, arts community, we're involved in everything. So as president, I have to represent the college, but also reach out to the community and say, this is your college community. You want to come we we want to be a part. We want to partner with you. We want you to use and our open facilities. Invitation. Open invitation for, for this community. So we are a critical piece of the economic, cultural, and social growth of this region. And so I'm proud that I get. Uh, I'm honored that I get to serve as the president. And I'm a steward of this institution. And my job is to make it better than when I came, and leave it in really good shape for the next person. But more than that to make sure that we are doing the right job for our students and for our learners. Do we have the right programs? Do we have the right environment? Do we have good policies so that things like bullying and harassment and academic issues that need to be addressed sometimes are all those in place so students who come here feel safe, they feel supported, and they feel excited about their future. And we're here to make that happen. And I never lose sight of that every day, Toby. For me, it's, why am I here? It's not about me. It's not about Red Deer College. It's about you. It's about every single student in here. And we try to make sure that everybody who works here gets that and understands that. It's not about us. It's about you. And if we're doing our job, if we're successful, our success is measured by your success. You're successful, then I feel we've done our job. Yeah, that's great. And that's the, that's the one thing I find uh, Red Deer College is excels at, that learner-centered culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. critical for us. Yeah. So with that, how what does your typical day look like? Well, boy, there's no such thing as a typical day. That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, today. I mean, uh, so we started. Uh, so last night, I was at the student recognition uh, event where you were recognized as a great contributor to this institution. So I zipped into there, and then we had James Duffy from TSN uh, over at a VIP raising money for our student athletes. So I zip zip on over there. Uh, then I come back at uh, 6.30 this morning and we're having uh, having breakfast and uh, hosting an event for 400 of our community members. Wow. Uh, uh, the night before, I'm at the Arts Centre at, at an event for student productions. 
So these are the side of the community things. That's just for the college. And then, of course, I'm involved in so many other things outside the college. But uh, typically, the, the work part of my day is to make sure that my team is functioning. My, my vice presidents essentially have the operational responsibility of the institution. My job as visionary is, is pointing the future, uh, you know, fighting, not fighting, but often you are fighting, but with, with, uh, with our political uh, partners to get money to fund our new facility. Uh, we've been working on that for 40 years. We're finally able to get this center underway and built, game changer. So I'm working on ways in which we can design new buildings. Uh, when we moved the School of Business downtown, it was, it was talking to the, to the city and getting a good deal on the Millennium Center. The Willow Clad Event Center, a new stage, we needed those, uh, those kinds of things. But I think uh, the most important thing that we've done over the last couple of years is introduction of the school model as we prepare to become a polytechnic university. It's been transformative for this institution, that new structure. So my day is really about uh, encouraging uh, my team, uh, ensuring that we have a solid vision, that everybody understands what their role is and why it's important, and then shepherding that vision to its conclusion. So although I don't, I don't like to say this uh, too often, I really don't do anything <laughs> in the sense that here's a piece of paper I can show you that says this is what I did a spreadsheet today. But lots of things get done uh, because of the leadership team that I, uh, that I lead. And um, uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just proud of the people that are working here and the work that they do. Amazing people. My vice presidents, my deans and directors, amazing, committed hard-working folks, making sure this place is ready for you when you come here, and ensuring that we got great faculty delivering great programs so that you're getting the best education you can. So, And that day can look a thousand different ways. and there, I don't have two days that are the same. No, no. I don't. I, no. And if I did, I'd probably go insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that's something that many students, and not just students, but, you know, Friends, family, that mm -hmm. parents, they they recognize the fact that oftentimes instructors, deans, the very personal people, they they actually oh, they will listen to students. They'll sit down and actually mm -hmm. have a chat with mm -hmm. students about not just student matters but general stuff as well, yeah. little life, little life details, and all that stuff. So that is definitely definitely a great highlight of Red College. Mm -hmm. Yeah, going forward, what are some of the things um, the community can expect in the future? Yeah, I think there's two very key uh, transformative initiatives that uh, we're in the middle of here at Red Deer College that will set the tone for this institution for a generation. Number one, we've always been missing the kinds of athletic facilities and health sciences build, uh, facilities to, uh, uh, to host in the, in the case of athletics national uh, events and tournaments. We win national titles all the time, but we've we never do. been able to host. We do, yeah. So we can't host them because we, our facilities are crap. Now we have this new uh, facility that we're building with a new gym, a new uh, ice arena, as well as lots of brand new classrooms for our health sciences area, kinesiology, um, um, uh, stroke and heart recovery rooms, high performance coaching. This is a 250,000 square foot building that will absolutely transform our School of Health Sciences, our School of Athletics, uh, and uh, a community asset that will be the iconic touchstone of this community. I mean, most people come down the highway between Calgary and Edmonton, they think Red Deer's Gasoline Alley. Yeah, yeah. Now they're yeah, going to yeah. see this new facility on the highway that will just grab their attention and say, holy, what is, holy mackerel, what is that? It's this new center that's going to enable us to raise our game in health sciences and athletics. So this new facility has been needed for 40 years. 
We finally were able to get it done because of our involvement with the Canada Winter Games. Our partners came forward with significant funds to make this happen. Originally, it was a $25 million project. It's now an $88 million project because it has a lot new, a lot of other things that we've been able to add to it to make it uh, for this community and for this college for a generation. So that's key. But perhaps even more importantly, Toby, we mentioned, uh, talked about a little earlier on, the Polytechnic University. Yes, yes. Degree yes. granting. We want, we'll continue to offer trades and technology certificates, one-year programs, two-year programs, but we need more degrees and control over our degrees. As you know, many of your friends have transferred after two years to another institution outside of our community. They never come back. Don't know brain drain, right? It's a brain drain, yeah. and so. But what about the what about the students who can't afford? It's twenty five thousand a year extra to go to Edmonton or Calgary. So if we're going to build strong communities in Central Alberta, if we're going to build strong communities like Stetler and Hannah and Pinoka and Lacombe and Sylvan, and if we're going to do it, we have to be able to keep our talent here. And students who transfer, sixty percent of them said they wouldn't go if they didn't have to. That's interesting. But the more dis more disturbing statistic is that nine out of ten who transferred they don't come back Toby ever because or they yeah that's once you leave you you get settled out there yeah it's really difficult to just come back right well yeah you transfer to Calgary you meet you meet a woman and next thing you know we don't see Toby again kids and everything kids and everything <laughs> you're buying a house a car all of that so we think it's critically important to be able to offer uh, some degrees here at Red Deer College so that students who wish to stay in their communities and can't afford to go outside, can complete their education. And we've heard it from students and parents and businesses. This, uh, we're asking the government and we're expecting an answer this year. Uh, if we become a polytechnic university, it's a game changer for us. Um, it will allow us to offer full four-year degree programs uh, added to everything that we currently do. And uh, it's, it's going to be transformative. And I always tell people, I said, look, we're a little bit like SAIT in Calgary. We're a little bit like Mount Royal in Calgary. We're a little bit like um, um, Bow Valley yeah. and we're a little bit like ACAD which is the art school. So they have four institutions and they can do and specialize. We can't. We've got to be a little bit of all four of those if we're going to be successful. So we're already three but we need that fourth one if we're going to be successful. So I'm asking our community and they've been very good, the mayor, council, Red Deer County, school divisions, Small business, big business, they're all behind us on this. And the Premier heard about it two weeks ago. Yes. You remember yes, when she yes, was here. Her, her very historic. And so, yes. yeah, so we, she is, uh, she knows what we want. And hopefully she's going to hear, because guess what? Politicians serve us, not the other way around. No, no. And uh, I think this would be a great decision if they make it. And it will be widely applauded in central Alberta if this government makes that decision for us. And we're pushing them to make that decision this year. Yes, I mean, you, like you, you, like you said, students. The one student leaves, you know, nine out of ten they don't come back, and they are the future. There, that's where the building blocks come from, right? Well, you got big cities growing all the time. Well, what about medium-sized cities, and what about smaller communities? And the only way you build strong, vibrant rural communities is access to post-secondary education, access to good health care. If you've got good post-secondary, good health care, you're going to keep people here, and you're going to draw people here. It's interesting. What, what would it look like if we were drawing people from Calgary that, to Red Deer? Why, why, why is it always one way? Why not two ways? So we think that there's a great opportunity to grow Central Alberta. 
by offering degrees, and we think Polytechnic University is the model. It protects our degree, our trades, our certificates, diplomas. We're never going to get rid of those. It just adds new new category of programming called degrees that will be our own. We'll determine it. And 50 years ago, uh, the University of Calgary went up to Edmonton. They weren't the University of Calgary 50 years ago. They were a campus of the University of Alberta. Wow. And so they went up and said to the University of Alberta, hey, we want control over our own programming and our own degrees in Calgary. Why should we be beholding to you up in Edmonton? Over 300 kilometers away. Yeah, yeah. so we're saying the same thing. You know what? We need to have control over programming in our own institution and on funding. And uh, we have partnerships with U of A and U of C. But they are, they're, the big, they're the big brother, right? They determine what the rules are going to be, whether they have it or don't have it, take it away or don't take it away. And we get a letter. That's not acceptable. No, we control not. it. We'll have the right degrees. We'll make the best decisions. Local decisions made by local people is what builds strong communities, in my view. Well said. Well said. Uh, of course, how can people get in contact with you if they want to talk about things? And just... Well, um, I'm on Twitter, RDC Press. Yes, I do follow you, yes. <laughs> I, and there are lots of followers there, so actually send me a note through there. Um, my email address is, is public. Joel.ward at rdc.ab.ca. I will make sure to include that. Contact in the, in the me links, anytime. Yeah. With, uh, and, of course, my door is always open. You know I'm out in the hallways talking to students all the time, talking the to time. people. Very approachable. Anyone come talk to me anytime. Uh, I'm very much interested in listening to what people have to say because, guess what, I'm a servant too. Right? I'm the president, so what? I'm a servant. That's what I'm paid to do is to make good decisions so that you benefit. Great. And, of course, before we conclude, would you like to add anything else, Joe? Yeah, I think the uh, last thing I'd like to, to encourage students and people who, uh, people who are listening uh, to your podcast, get a chance to do some international travel. That's true. I mean, That's you know, Toby, uh, you're an international guy. You've been around. I taught in Pakistan. I taught in China in my early in my career. Some of the best experiences I ever had was learning different cultures and different ways of looking at things, whether it was... Uh, whether it was Islam in this, in Pakistan and when I was in Islamabad, whether it was in the mountains of Tayan in, in um, Tayan province in China, uh, where I met uh, Buddhist monks, uh, or whether it was just family people that I met, you know, doesn't matter where you are. Love your kids, love your family, want to make a better world for everybody. That's the world we live in. That's the universal values, so yeah. get out if you can and look around. We got you back. Come back, please. <laughs> but go out and look around because it's a big, beautiful world out there, Toby. And uh, if you just see what you see without going anywhere else, you're going to be very limited in your understanding. Vision. Diversity. Vision. Diversity is wonderful. This college has changed in the seven years I've been here in terms of diversity. Um, opportunities to learn and appreciate other cultures, other faiths, uh, other ways of doing things. You bring that back, and all of a sudden, you have a mind that's open to change and different things. The more narrow you are, the more you are like some of the politicians we're hearing in the States these days. Right? Who wants no, to, no names will be mentioned. No names will be mentioned, but my goodness gracious. I mean, yeah, you, you know, get, out of, get out of where you are and, and see the big world, and you come back with a completely different view. Open heart, open mind. That's what's important. Great. Well, that concludes our questions for today. A huge thank you to our guest once My more, pleasure. Joe Ward.
Yes, there will be summer some specials, so keep an eye on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash forward. Feel free to review the entire season on soundcloud.com slash forward. See you all in the fall with a brand new season of Toby Witt. Thanks for listening.